Hey, it's a twofer, something to talk about <laughs> this week. Look who's here. Surprise. <laughs> it's me. And 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 I'm absolutely thrilled to have you here because we we don't yeah, right. we don't get to do this very <laughs> often, but it's always a lot of fun when we do. Uh, and yeah. all, and there's a reason. Uh, Vaughn is a little under the weather, so we wish her well. Uh, you know, she wasn't feeling good a couple days ago, and she said, "But I'll try and make it." And this morning, she just said, "I'm I'm, I'm really it's a strong. I'll be there if I have to," she said. But if Lauren is available, so there's nothing worse than having to get out of bed, get yourself halfway decent, and you know you're not feeling well. Well, that's, that's tough. So we hope you're feeling better, Vaughn. Yeah, and there's also nothing harder than to let down your partner, uh, you know, because you, you sometimes want to do it because there's somebody else depending on you. But uh, yeah, but right. Vaughn, you get get well because hey, we're we're about a week or so away from. Uh, from Christmas, and we want to make sure that everybody is well for the right, holidays. That's for sure. Uh, First Christmas, and then New Year's, and and then a brand new year. <sighs> and I will be the first one to say <laughs> goodbye, twenty twenty. I can't imagine there isn't a person that wouldn't say that. Young people, gotta be everybody. You know, young people will say, "Yeah, well, it was a pretty tough year." I, I tell you, we we got a lot of years behind us. Me more than you. <laughs> Yeah, but I gotta tell you, when I look back on my life, I don't remember a, a more challenging year. Maybe the closest thing for me might have been my year in Vietnam. I was just thinking of that. But yeah. but 2020 between between the unrest on the streets, uh, 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 you know, uh, just racial injustice that seems to continue, the COVID. A yeah. pandemic, having to be sequestered at home, Everything. watching our grandson have to 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 learn from from uh, virtually from home. Yeah. Not only then, but now again. Now again, their school Just, is shut down. Yeah, but you know, we all we all said there was going to be a bright light at the end of the tunnel, and the vaccines are being shipped every day. They're getting to our our uh, our first line healthcare workers, which they oh. more more than deserve to be the first ones inoculated. I don't know how they've done disease. what they've done. It's, it's incredible. The stories are just amazing oh. of what some of these people have done. Uh, and we it applaud is. them and we're Absolutely. so thankful that they're the first ones to receive the, the vaccines. And then everybody else will eventually get the vaccine and we'll put this behind us like SARS and polio and all the other you epidemics that we've had. You know what I keep thinking had. of? The pictures. You know, as I go through the newspaper or just Facebook, whatever, and I see people taking family photos with the face masks, and I think, oh, that's <laughs> not exactly something maybe that you want to remember or put in the family album. I don't know, maybe you do. Well, you, you know how, how, how really embarrassed we were when we first went out and it got a, a little, face mask? Yeah, it, it you was, thought, oh, I hate this, and I'm, I'm going to look so ugly. Yeah. And then it got to be commonplace, and then you saw – you saw a, a generation of students, both high school and college, going through graduations with ma face masks yeah. virtually. Yeah. I mean, they're going to look back on this 10 and 20 years from now with their families and, and say, this is what we experienced when we were growing yeah. up. And I and, guess every generation has their thing. Yeah. You know, so. and now people are out <laughs> wearing designer face masks. Oh, my. Face masks. Yeah. 
the, the ones I love, I love the ones that have like a smile on it. So while you've got the face mask over your mouth, it makes it look like you're still smiling. What about the ones that have zippers in them? Yeah. So you could you could eat with it on, which is pretty ingenious. I, I, I posted one a while ago. Is a, a guy that 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 took the front of a pair of blue jeans. Yes. And he made a face mask yes. out of it, and it had the zipper in the front. Yes. And it showed him he unzipped it so he could drink his beer. <laughs> And I'll take but a couple sips. But it's smart. I mean, when you back up. take it off, and mine gets caught in my glasses. Yeah. So now I got to take the glasses off. Anyway. And who, who, whoever would have thought when you wear glasses that you would go out looking for face masks and try and find one that would would do the least fogging of of your glasses? <laughs> Excuse me, I didn't want to sneeze in you. <laughs> oh, San oh, Santa's, Santa's here. here. <laughs> we both said it. Oh, oh jolly, oh, jolly old Saint Nick. No, I was going to chime in on your on your mask thing because that's uh, I you know there's you're talking about designers and you know people are putting their brand and their company on them and then their women are designing them with all kinds of different designs and uh, to match their attire and all. But you're, you're speaking about the beer thing and I was on my Instagram doing the feed thing and there's a company that made one and in the middle it's got like a neoprene hole where you can actually take your bottle of beer and put it straight through. <laughs> and then you pull your mask, right, it just covers it right back up. There's kind of, I mean, it's okay. So it's kind of ingenious and kind of cool, but I don't know that I would want my openings and everything. Number one is I don't want my drink and my food and everything get inside there. And I don't want to wear the darn thing anyway. So if I'm going to have to wear it, I'd like it to look somewhat cool than rather than a medical thing, especially if it's going to be long-term, you know, then I'll just take the darn thing off, eat and drink and put it back on. What I always wondered about, you know, they they used to have the uh, the the onesies that had the Velcro flap yeah. that came down. Yeah. You know, well, why, how come why, they haven't done why, that? Why, why do that? Just have yeah. a little Velcro thing that comes down. You take a drink, a sip, even a spoonful of something, and then Velcro it back up. Or those oh. of us that like soft drinks and we use straws. Yeah. Why don't they just have a hole in it? Well, it's interesting. So when Kim had to, you know, she, we don't travel very much to the city and all, but when we do, we just wear a regular. Regular mask. Now I wear CD Premium Beard Care uh, mask. So Clay Pascal, good friend of ours, yeah. has uh, sent us a mask. He did his brand on it, but mm -hmm. only because he couldn't find a mask that would fit around his beard and do what he wanted. And so he's like, "Well, screw it. I'll just make my own then." And um, so he went to a company and paid a little extra and had it done. And I wear it because it's comfortable. But there was one critical part that even he failed to remember when you're trying to make a mask. You can't breathe. <laughs> You know, so it doesn't matter what kind of mask you buy unless you have one that has the, the filters on the side of it. You get into a store. Let's say you haven't worn one, right? Everybody knows this. If you've worn, if you're in COVID problems right now, which almost all of America and the United States and all the world is, right? You have to wear a mask. So you get out of the car. And the first thing you do when you walk in the store is you put the mask on. 15 to 20 seconds. You are <sighs> trying to, try, you're, you're this to have a clip on it. Yeah. So it stays away from your mouth. Yeah. So I'm sitting there in the store. So kind of funny about a week ago, I was in a store and we were in Hobby Lobby. Actually, my wife was getting some stuff and I was down. I was down at one end of the aisle. No, I'll take it back. This was at the grocery store. I'm in one end of the aisle and there's nobody on the aisle. And so I took the mask off and because I, I was sweating and I because my, my beard would sweat and everything. I've already trimmed uh, last week, but I had a, twice as much. And so I was breathing. And I was like, okay. So I, before I got the chance to put my fingers to wrap it around, there was a guy at the other end. He saw me 
when he finally looked up and saw me, it was like a deer in the headlights. He stared at me, backed up, and walked away. <laughs> My wife walks around and she's like, "What was wrong with that guy?" Well, he was uh, he was concerned because he was 150 feet away from me, and I wasn't wearing my mask. And we kind of made a joke on it. Turn around, went down the other aisle, and the guy's standing next to me. And he turns, and I'm wearing the mask. And he turns, he looks at me, and he and I can't see what his expression is, but it is the oh crap moment <laughs> next to me. <laughs> and what does he do? He scurries along really fast. I'm like the fear that this whole thing is put into people. I go back to what I said to Stuart in the past. It doesn't matter what goes on in your life. It doesn't matter how you do things. Two words will bring in, bring everything back to perspective. It's called common sense. Just have common sense. Take care of yourself. Stay away from the people you don't want to be close to, but don't go having fear and panic for everything. Just have some common sense to it and have some dignity because, you know, we still got to live in this life. Yeah, you know, I mean, we're we're hopefully on the recovery yeah, side of this, uh, and it'll make it make it uh, life a lot. A the lot only easier. thing that bothers me with the masks, and I think they need to give uh, directions when you wear a mask. <laughs> yes, people, could you please put it over your nose <laughs> and just and and ha sometimes even the top lip is showing. I love it when the masks are over like this. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 You know, yeah. like what good does that yeah. do? Or I've seen some people that are like this, you know, trying to yeah. you see it from the bottom. I'm like, okay, you don't know how to wear a mask. No. That that's funny what, what Vaughn yeah. just posted. Right. I was looking at it. Don't shoot pepper <laughs> my gum. We'll It'll, remember that. <laughs> shame on you, Vaughn, for doing that to yourself. <laughs> funny. That'll burn your eyes. That is fun. That is fun. It's almost like camphor or right. so. Yeah, or Vic's vapor rub. Yeah. Oh, there's nothing worse than putting that on there and then it goes right up your nose. Yeah. <laughs> and for 10 minutes, you're like, I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Try doing that with the mask. Oh, no, well. I, well, so I, I wear um, Clay's uh, premium beard care products every once in a while. And, um, but it's only happened once. And it's when I, when we're, uh, and I take a shower, get everything done, I put stuff on my face, and we're leaving. And then right when you get to the store, you put the mask on. And not only am I fighting with the breathing and the sweat and everything else trying to get acclimated to it. Now i got the smells of everything inside here. <laughs> now it's up my nostril. My wife's like, why are you crying? I'm like, yeah. it's making me tear up. It's like going through my nostrils and, and I'm like this. <laughs> yeah, and, I feel your pain. What's amazing to me too is that that when I go into the grocery store, we're in and out of the grocery store, say within an hour, and and we're uncomfortable for an hour. I mean, just think of those people that are working in those hospitals and, and all that Hospital, are that groceries, are groceries. Anybody, you know, grocery eight, store? ten, anybody. twelve hours a day yeah. with with a mask on. Yeah. Talk about discomfort, you know, uh, another well, reason to applaud them. Good though, Stuart, because some of those, if you look at some of the masks, I don't have one in front of me, but, you know, some of the masks, there's like a hole right here on the side. So it may cover, but their breath can breathe on each side. I've seen a lot yeah. of medicals have that. They also make an attachment that goes in, inside your mask. And so right. your mask kind of covers it. So you have some right. room to breathe. It doesn't matter. if Unless there's a filter right there in front of you, you can't breathe in these things. So... If we're going to have to do this long term, which I suppose we probably are, even if there is a vaccine, not a whole lot of people are ready to take it. We're going to have to come up with a better solution. And so far, I'm, I'm really shocked and surprised that 
there hasn't been a mass amount of this is the proper way to wear a mask. This is not the yeah. better way to wear a mask. This is a better product to wear for a mask, you know. You're right, and and I've I've noticed that too. That that almost every store that you walk into, there will be a, a a sign on the window that says you must wear a mask uh, when you enter the enter the yeah, store. Yeah, but they don't say how to wear it. That's it. You know, I mean, what would be so hard with 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 putting a picture of the proper way to be wearing a mask and then say you must wear a mask? Well, before remember entering the store? a few months ago when we were at that restaurant, and there was a waitress that was waiting on us and the woman that took our money at the cash shears desk yeah, and their mask. And finally I said something before we were walking out to this mask woman that was trying to take our money and the mask is falling down. And I just got so frustrated. And I said, you know, you really need to keep your mask up over your nose. Well, boy, she looked at us like, oh. like, you know, who, who are you? And I never went back. Yep. No. Well, I've had similar situations, but not maybe like that. But I, I've I've read a post where a veteran friend of mine went into a grocery store, didn't wear a mask, and got probably I don't know, probably five or ten minutes in the store. Probably people probably looked at him weird and everything. But then it was one person um, that decided to go report him and reported him in there. And then they, the uh, manager was like, you know, you need to leave the store. You need to wear a mask. I'll get you a mask. And he's like, I'm not going to wear a mask. I have a medical condition. And he does. He physically has a medical condition for it. And uh, and he actually has a pass for it. So, by the way, that's another thing that the medical doctors in the society has not said. You know, we got this lockdown. But if you have a medical prescription that says there's a reason why you can't wear the mask, um, and there are few, It's it, mm -hmm. you can think of it stupid all you want, but at the end of the day, there are doctors that have prescribed it and said that, you know, they can't wear it. And if they have it, you know, you're supposed to follow that rule, but he's in the store anyways, the manager calls the police and because he doesn't want to wear a mask. And he's like, he's got his product in his hand. He's ready to go to the checkout and ready to get out of there. And so he's at the checkout. And so the cops come in and it's a sheriff that he knows and the sheriff walks in and the sheriff goes, Hey man, uh, so what's going on? He goes, uh, here's my medical thing. I shouldn't wear a mask. And the lady is standing a couple of aisles behind him. And so everything gets done. The manager goes, nothing I can do. I said, why didn't you show me that? And he goes, I tried to, but you were talking 90 miles an hour and you wouldn't listen to me. And so the officer goes, okay, well, everything's cleared. Why don't you go ahead and get your stuff and get out of here? And he sees the lady over there and he just waves at her and goes, thank you for calling him. And she just flipped him the finger. And it's like, Okay, this is about respect and dignity and integrity. And why can't we all get along? Um, I would prefer that you just take care of yourself. You know, that's me. I'll wear a mask because the store tells me to wear a mask, but I prefer yes. not to wear a mask. Um, but you know, either either or I've seen I've seen both sides. And I've been in a place where I've had to it kind of it, like it hit on my ear, but I had it kind of sideways and there was a lady standing behind us said, um, you need to move that mask around where it's more over your face. Really? See my mouth? Do you see my nose? You're seeing it sideways. I, what do you want me to do? Hold it like this? <laughs> well, can, can you imagine, can you imagine I, I, police coming into the store and, and, and physically removing somebody because they don't want to wear a mask. They take them down, downtown. They put him in jail that poor guy is sitting in a jail cell next to somebody that says, what are you in for? He says, I uh, wasn't wearing my mask. They're not, they're not going to do that. They're not, they, they probably won't even write him a citation, but 
if if it's mandated in your town or in that store, then you need to be wearing a mask and you need to be wearing it yeah. correctly. And if not, you have to have that piece of paper in your hand and you just raise it up and you show it to the man. That's right. There's, you probably have seen it in the news. There's probably been what? maybe three sheriffs or three constables in the nation that I've seen on the national news that have said, we're not going to do it. I mean, there's one in California. Um, there's one been in, there's one in Michigan. I think there was one in uh, Iowa or Ohio or something. And they've all said the same thing. We're not going to mandate it. Listen, we're not going to listen. They call us. We'll go down there. We'll make sure there's nothing being disrupted. But at the end of the day, we're not going to arrest anybody, you know, and yeah. I've seen where some of them, uh, where the officers have come in and, and, and walk the person through the aisle, you know, kind of coddle them to get through and, and then get them out the door, even though they weren't wearing a mask, just so that everybody felt like, okay, well, there's an officer there. So he's taking care of it. it goes, yeah. yeah. And well, go it, it's, it's up it's, to the individual stores too. And, and, and it's like, it's like the radio. If you don't like the radio show, turn it off. Well, if you go into a store where they're not upholding the, the mask rules, you don't shop there. You wait until the, the pandemic is all over, and then and then you'll and, start shopping there again. Right, and that's what we did with the restaurant we went to. Yeah. We well, won't go again. Here's a question for you. Yeah. And there's no perfect answer, but we've been told we got to wear a mask in society. And we've been told that for the foreseeable future, we've got to wear a mask, right? But we got a vaccine coming. Mm -hmm. But probably 90% of Americans aren't going to take the vaccine, especially not the first ones that just come out the door. Right. The, the fear mongers probably will, but we don't know what the ramifications of the thing is. There's not years of testing. This is not years of anything. This is just, hey, let's get quick, get to the study. Let's get to the point. And let's get it out there. And so I think it's going to be another year before all that. So if we're going to have to wear a mask, then let's start getting society back to normal. If you're telling me that wearing a mask going into a store is going to protect me and protect my patron, my bystander, the person next to me then let's open small businesses back up. Let's get back into the business of those and make them wear a mask. The idea that you close down bars and you close down small businesses and restaurants so you can't go do these things, it's killing the economy. Because the mask, if it's supposed to protect me, I'm supposed to wear it, then that means the establishment is good to go. But what happens is you got, you got another side standard of this. The restaurant says, okay, well, I'm only going to put every other table with somebody on there. And when you get to the table, you can take your mask off, right? Put a little bit stronger perspective to this. If you're going to, if you're going to do it and they're going to have the restaurant, open them back up. I get it. Don't do full capacity, but make them wear the mask until they're ready to eat until there's food on the table. They're ready to eat. And then when you're done eating, put your mask back on. It's not like you gotta, you gotta be down everybody's throat, but this is a long-term thing. This is not, it's going to go over right when the president gets elected. It's not going to be over right when the vaccine gets in there. This is something that's going to be going on all next year. Yeah, you're right. So let's get back to normal. Otherwise, then come back and tell us the masks aren't working. And it was just a joke the whole way through. Or it's it's not going to work because we need to get society back to normal. Whatever the case is, start making those changes so that we can get back to normal at least whatever new normal is. Well, I actually, I thought you are not supposed to take off the mask in a restaurant until you are eating. We were in a restaurant a couple of weeks ago for your birthday and we were with our kids, just our kids in, in, a, in our own private room. We did not take off the mask 
until we were eating. When we were done eating, the mask went back on, and that's what they all did. And that's so what technically that's what you're supposed to do. But again, yeah. there's been no instructions. There's been no direction. Restaurants that we've been into, the moment you set your butt in that chair, you can take it off. Yeah, yeah. you're not supposed to. See, in our, in our, our, and our, our waitress, our waitress, when she welcomed us, said we would appreciate it if you would keep your mask on until your food is served and all. But again, it that's up to the establishment. If that's yeah. the way the establishment wants to do it, fine. You follow the rules. And if they're not if they're not going to offer those guidelines to their 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 uh, patrons, then it's up to the patron to decide whether they want to stay or they want to leave. Are they or what? not offering it to their patrons because number one, they don't want to tick off the patrons, and it's bad enough that they have to wear a mask into the restaurant. Yeah. So, or or are they just not thinking about it? I, I think it's kind of a combination of both. And I think it depends on the establishment. I'm in a small town and I can tell you that 20% of the businesses I go into, they're not wearing a mask. I'm not going to name the business, but they're not wearing a mask. No. And they haven't worn a mask since day one. Now their employees wear a mask, but they don't mandate it in anything because you got to understand our governor here in Michigan, they don't like her. So because of the rules she's put down, they've kind of went against it and said, you know what? I'll put it on the door. If you want to wear a mask, fine. Case in point, I was out riding my rig one day on a Saturday. I came into a, a little, uh, a little podunk, little place in town. Um, I forget what town's called, Rain something. And um, there's nothing for miles. And there's all of a sudden a convenience store. I walk in and I, I'm at the threshold of the door and I'm trying to figure out which pocket I put my mask in. <laughs> I thought it was in my top pocket, but I forget I put it in my little side zipper pocket and I couldn't find it. And the lady's like, sir, you're okay. Go ahead and get your stuff and then I'll check you out and everything. And, and there was nobody else in the store, by the way. I, it really was me and then my four buddies outside. And then I, I get in. I, I'm still trying to find it. She goes, sir, sir, it's okay. Just just go get your stuff. I know you probably have a mask somewhere, and it's okay. It's all good. And she's not wearing a mask, but she's behind a plastic shield. And um, I get my stuff, and I'm at the counter. And this guy comes in with this kid, and the, this probably six, seven, eight, nine-year-old kid. And the first thing he says, Daddy, he's not wearing a mask. He should be kicked out of the store. And the lady starts laughing and I'm standing there and I look back and going and I start trying to find my mask. And she's like, it's okay. I told him he can't, didn't have to wear a mask. And the father and the son, they leave and they go sit in the truck until we get all of our business done, all of our guys. And then when we finally leave, I see him walk in the store with his son and um, out of but, the mouths of Bay. Well, yeah, you know, it, 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 the point, one point yeah. that you bring up is that you're in a smaller area where there you're probably fewer people in those stores at any particular time. Yeah. Uh, when you're talking about large areas like we are uh, and you walk in and there could be hundreds of people in the store, uh, you know, even a place like Costco here, Costco mandates you must wear a mask when you come into the store. Costco is also uh, uh, watching at the door how many people are coming in the door and allowing, you know, trying to reduce the number of people in the store at any given time. They also have the footprints on the floor to, to six feet apart for checkout. Uh, it's so, a bigger store. So they're, you know, the, yeah, store. because a store that that is allowing 40, 50, 100 people in at a time, there's risk on both sides. There's risk that the employees could do something to the, the customers or that the customers are bringing germs in 
And and but you know what? I'm sorry. It was a law. It's a law in Michigan. Well, and she was trying to be nice, but it bitter when the kid. When the kid, because mommy, they told us yeah, that you're not supposed to do right. that. So my question is to a lot of people that don't like wearing masks, and I get it. We don't love wearing masks. It's a pain in the neck or a pain elsewhere as well. Yeah. Um, what about the fact that we have to wear seatbelts? Yeah. You, What's the difference, some Mark? Pe- yeah, some people don't put on their seatbelts. They're taking well, their lives in their own hands. It goes back to common sense. Yeah. I, that's, to me, everything in life has always been about common sense, right? Um, I was, back in the day, I remember a couple of years of not having to wear seatbelts. It wasn't a law then. And then all of a sudden it was hard to get into that concept because then it was like this thing choking me and, you know, and I got, right. (laughs) So mask, I get it. And you're absolutely right. I totally agree with you on that, but it goes back to what I said in the beginning. We don't have a mask that's properly for everybody to wear. Right. So they're all uncomfortable. You can't breathe in them. And one says you have to have a 95 mask. The other says it doesn't matter what kind of mask you have. So there's no mandate to say, this is the proper way yeah, to reply for well, that's true. Uh, I agree with you there. Yes. Yeah. So, and you're speaking of on a side note, I will tell you that the first time in probably 15 years, maybe 20 years, I had to buy toilet paper. Um, there's a difference between one, two and three. Yes, and there is. You mean you're, you're just finding this out? Well, my <laughs> wife sent me to the grocery store to buy some toilet paper. I wasn't trying to buy the cheapest and I didn't buy the cheapest. I was, I couldn't remember which brand and there be, to be really honest, there really wasn't that many choices at the time. So I just got the one that looked good. And I I was like, I was really doing the the counting of numbers, right? Okay. There's eight in this one for $6. There's 12 in this one for $5. (laughs) Hello, Stuart. That's me. And I, I, and I finally figured out, Oh, well that one's 18 rolls at only $6. Okay. I'll just get that one. Right. I brought it home, put it down there. And my wife's looking at me. She goes, what what is that? And I go, yep. That's the toilet paper. She goes, uh, that's your toilet paper. And I go, well, why aren't you going to use it? She goes, what the hell? Why would you buy one ply toilet paper? Yes, yeah, Stuart. Why would you buy one ply toilet that's paper? That's what was available. <laughs> she goes, you know what? You're going to use it because it's sandpaper. That exactly. <laughs> But I was very nice. I didn't say either it. that or you bought the mega roll and you realize if it's one ply, I'm going to have to use four times <laughs> as much to do the well, same thing. The kind of end of the joke there is that uh, my wife was really smart. She always is. And she said, I'll, I'll put it in every other roll. We'll, we'll have to both go through it at the same time. And then we'll soften our butts up with a soft roll. So every other time. <laughs> I've got three, as of last week, I think I've got three rolls left, <laughs> but, uh, but it was, my wife, she just went and bought another roll of some toilet paper and like me, she goes in there and she goes, okay, well, I want a three ply or four ply, two ply, whatever. Right. So she goes in there and she's got a couple of brands. So she buys the newest, latest and greatest, right? Three ply. She brings it home. Okay. The rolls are so big. It don't fit anywhere. Right. So now it's like we got the toilet paper in between the sand and in between. Oh, we're going to put on the back of the tank because it can't fit in the, the thing. We're going to use half the roll before, you, half the roll before you can put it yeah, on. But the, I still want to know what that toilet paper is. I haven't seen that. one. <laughs> so I just told her, I said, we just can't get our butt straight. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Oh gosh. Not not only that, but 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 like the the hand sanitizers. Yeah. And, and all Purell. What happened to Purell? There. I mean, there's there's twelve thousand other brands out there. You know, there's right. there's you know Bubba Bubba's uh, uh, hand sanitizer. They all gotta get into the market because Purell is not there, and and right. Lysol is the other one. On on TV, oh, wow. they're advertising Lysol, but you can't find it in the store. You mean the wipes? Yeah, the white. Yeah, the wipes. But you can find it here. We have plenty. You have yeah. plenty. Yeah. Well, we don't have plenty. Send some to yeah. Texas. Yeah, in fact, I think it was about a week ago when I started seeing Facebook posts, people saying, oh, my God, are we getting back in this pandemic again of toilet paper and everything? So we, we had to go to the grocery store and just not panicking. We just thought, you know, hey, we're going down these next two aisles. Let's just go and get some toilet paper. 100% full. And we're like, there's no shortage. And then we went down the Lysol and the cleaning disinfectant. Now, there was, a, there was probably – maybe 40%, 60% there. Um, so, you know, 40, 50% not there. So it wasn't vacant and it had just about everything, but we're like, what's the panic then? And then a couple of days later I went in there and I happened to walk down to go to get I, I, my wife wanted some vanilla cream drinks, uh, like a root beer and uh, from a brand she likes. And I happened to walk by and uh, it was almost a hundred percent full down the lifestyle. And I was thinking, I was like, wow. So what was the panic again? So, yeah. yeah, we made a well. Part of it is is Michigan went down in lockdown again. So, and I think uh, I think it's next. It's not this week. I think it's next week is when they finally cleared. I think it's the twenty first or the twentieth um, that she uh, that she clears it up, and uh, then we can go back to our thirty percent or whatever it is. We're, right now, we can't go into any bars or any restaurants or anything. So, can you yeah, imagine Chicago what's going to much like that going to happen? What on the twenty first? Just a matter of a few days before Christmas. I mean, everybody's going to run back into the stores and they grab everything off of the shelves again. Right. What's been interesting is my my two things that I will say to to kind of if you wanted to stop this conversation is one thing is <laughs> I I will say that there's one establishment here in our area that I will give a praise for, um, and that is Taco Bell. And here's the reason for it because they're they're a fast food chain. But, you know, they're, they're, they're franchises, so there are single business owners that own that, that establishment and lease and all that jazz. And they've had to, to figure out a way to work with society and continue to make money by doing drive-throughs and everything, right? So they have found ways. But what impressed me was that it was probably one of the first ones I saw is they immediately were looking to hire people. They weren't looking to furlough and get rid of people. They were looking to hire people. And you know what they did in the first week back in March? They implemented a new policy, same day pay. And they've been doing that since since the day. Yeah, you. I'll, I'll take a picture of it next time I go by there just to send oh, it really? to you. But yeah, so they've been doing that since March. Same day pay. You work today, you get paid today. Good for them. And I love that. I haven't seen that anywhere. I haven't seen anybody talking about it. But I they, 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 they were doing it. Awesome. I didn't even know businesses could or would do that. That's great. Well, well businesses can do what they want, but, well, but that's it's a harder. great Book, policy. Bookkeeping, it's harder. But it's yeah. another small business, even though it's a franchise restaurant. Right. With a that's great. Place. Individual so franchisee. Right. And what they found was they didn't have enough people working. And so they had to go find people. Because think about this. Culver's Restaurant here in, in, in Gaylord. 
They had, um, I think I remember what the person told me that it was like nine people maybe on staff at any given time between the cooks and the manager and everything. And they have to have 25 to 30 people on staff now. Think about it. Everybody's going through the drive-thru. So that restaurant is up 60% of their in-store, in-restaurant supply and staff just to maintain a drive-thru fast food. Because that's the only way you can buy the food. And they've done it very well, in fact, better than I've ever seen even some of the bigger food chains like McDonald's and a few others that have the dual lines. Mm -hmm. They have one line. And they have a, a, a way to go through. We can drive in the line and see 25 cars in there. I'm still going to get through there in five minutes really? and get my food. You know, Chick-fil-A is that oh. way. They, they've yeah, put, they've put huge staff on the outside wow. for delivering to But they to have the double, double lanes. Double lanes, but yeah. yeah. And it's not so much the double lanes sometimes. It's the cooks. It's the preparing. It's knowing that, you know, food's going to come in and food's going to go out. They know when to ramp that up. And, and Culver's here. Um, and Taco Bell on Friday nights, that's the two go-to quick fast food restaurants besides a place called BC Pizza, which I haven't been yet. But I panicked a few times going, oh, God, the line's all the way around the building. It's already coming out the road. But each time I've gotten in line, I can I can look at my watch five minutes. Well, this is this is what a lot of the, the uh, food stores, the food markets have done, too, <clears throat> is uh, be, because they knew that a lot of people were going to stay home. Now you can go online, you can order your groceries. When I go to the grocery store, there's probably eight, eight to 10, maybe 12 people with these carts just going up and down yeah, and the, bring, the rows that are filling out. orders that were call-ins or or done online. Right. Uh, and then the, you just pull into a parking place in the in in a in the parking lot, they bring out your order to you and you're on your way. Yeah. Side note, have you been to Culver's and gotten their ice cream? Is it that good? Because we had it in Chicago, but we never tried it. Yeah. My, so I will tell you their best thing there that I like. Um, you know, in Frisco there, where you guys are in Texas, you have the, um, oh, I can't remember the name, Steak and Shake. And they had a thing called the Patty Melt. Yeah. So it's bread and meat and everything yeah. between there. So they have something similar to that. Yeah. Um, and I've got that with a chocolate shake. And the shakes are homemade. They are just like that. They are wholesome. They're good. You, I, I've realized that you don't go in there and get the regular. You need the extra, extra large. <laughs> so um, I nearly killed myself doing it. But the first time I went there, I got a medium. And I was like, oh, you know, she goes, what's wrong? I go, eh, I should have got a large, you know. So the next time I went in, I was talking to the guy on the phone, uh, the, the, the talk to her, and I said, hey, he goes, uh, can I get a, anything bigger than a large? And he goes, yes, sir, we don't do that. Well, then can I get two of them? <laughs> and he's like, you want two large chocolates? And I go, yes. Are you drinking them by yourself? Yes. Well, why don't I just put that in a large container? Duh. That's what I just got through asking yeah. you. And he goes, okay, well, I have to charge you double the price. I'm fine with that. And I ate it. No, I need to go back to just the single large. It was good, but it's only good until you get so full. And then when it gets up to here, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah but they're supposed to have well, good ice cream. And they finally got smart and and came out with straws that allow you to actually suck a milkshake <laughs> with, with, with without, you know, your, your jaws going into cardiac arrest. 
you know, they, they came, they finally came out with straws that are about the size of PVC pipe. So that you can, you can, you can get your drink through it. I think they've always had it. It's just that maybe the restaurants didn't stock those. Uh, no, I mean, Stewart's right. There's really? Regular no. straw just doesn't cut it. I mean, you know. it's the, the thick plastic, like. No, yeah, but, yeah, but, but, but I'm sitting, you're sitting there going. Yeah, <laughs> Lauren, it's just as bad as going to a mom and pop shop somewhere in a state you've never been before, and you go in there and they got these little old white straws there, and what you're sucking out your soda, and all you all you hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah because those are cheaper. I understand. So I think yeah. I, I've seen the the bigger ones at other now, places. You go to Water Burger, you get the real. I mean, they're as big as my thumb. You put right, it in, yeah, it take much sucking. You're not like. Trying to get a little bit out of there. It's like I mean, a, a good milkshake is a milkshake that you can't use a straw. You have to use you, a spoon. Well, that's true. Yeah, it's not like it's not like uh, uh, Wendy's when you put your spoon right. in there and you're, you're holding the thing up with it with a spoon. You know? Right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's a drinkable. <laughs> so, speaking of food, have you lost weight or gained weight with the pandemic? Um. Wow, for me to know and you not to find out. Um, <laughs> That, you look see, fine. That's that's the upside to to zooming and, and, yeah. and really, because nobody knows what anybody looks like from the chest down. No, I've gained a few pounds, probably maybe five pounds, maybe six eight pounds, not much more than that. And it's really pretty much just in one place because I I sit a lot. Um, but, well, but you do a lot of work around the house too, out in the yard and. Yeah, and so my weight's always been when I, I can lose weight really fast without not even having to fast or diet or anything. It's just getting up and exercising and moving around. Um, but I'm on a sugar kick right now. So I, because it's been so cold out there, we bake cookies, we've been doing this and that. And so I've just been eating everything. One thing I will say that I've learned in pandemic, Kim and I, we two things have happened. One is you learn that you have to cook more at home and everything because you can't go out, right? Right. So that brings down one, your expenditures on money, you're saving money, but you're spending more money for the groceries, but you're, but you're not spending as much money as you normally were fast fooding and everything else. Right? Well, then you start learning about proportions, right? Restaurants are telling us upsize, large size, you know, go to the next size. Right. And what we've learned is now when we go there, less is more. So we get one burger each and we'll order one fry. And we'll split it. And sometimes we get a drink and we'll split it. And sometimes we get two small drinks. But we we try to realize that you're putting more in your body because they're telling you to upsize. And it's about a money marketing for them. But if you want to maintain your dignity and your body and everything else and everything else about you, less is more. And so we have found just eat less. You know, you don't have to. You can always go back and eat a little bit more. Um, and so that's what we do. Even when we cook noodles and dinner and pizza and stuff, you know, I'll, I'll, she'll make it and I'll eat a small bowl of it and everything. And then I, eat, I it's hard, but I try to give it five or 10 minutes to digest. And I go, you know what? I'm still hungry. I'll eat some more. Yeah. When you're cooking at home, do you still just cook, cook a meal for the two of you? Yeah. Well, but we may do it for a day or two, you know? So like she made a, um, uh, it's kind of like a fettuccine, but it's not. It's a pasta fettuccine with uh, a sausage and, and turkey meat, and um, and then the, we put some taco sauce or fettuccine sauce in there. It's it's a little bit different dish that we do, but it's it'll carry us three or four days. And so, yeah. 
That, you know, that's what, that's that's what, what I was getting yeah, to. You, you have a tendency now to make four portions for two people and you eat two and then you have two for a couple of days later. Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, what I'll do is like, well, like I've had it for the last couple of days. So the first time we had a, um, uh, I forget which kind of white cheese he used on it. We'd have that with garlic bread. But then the next day for lunch, well, I didn't want that cheese. So I put cheddar cheese on it. And then the next day I was like, okay. Yeah, I don't want that, but I'll eat crackers. So I use rich buttered crackers with it. And so you can eat it with different things, even though it's the same noodles, but you can put different cheese and different things in there. So it just changes it up. So it's not like you're eating the same dish every single time. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. It works for us. Yeah, that is good. I'm that way with pizza. Get it, get it, order an extra large pizza because you sit and you eat part of it when it's hot. And then you've got some of it to eat cold for the next couple of days. Yeah. And if Ken, I, I usually get meat lovers pizza. So I'll usually have three or four slices. I will take, if I have one big one the next morning or the next evening, I will take the smallest one, take all the stuff and meat off of it and put it on the other two that are left. <laughs> wow, I've never heard of that. That's called supersizing. <laughs> I want more meat. It's like Arby That's says, funny. we got the meat. That's funny. So, yeah. So there you go. Yeah. It's, uh, it's going to be interesting when all of this pandemic is over. And we can get out, go out anywhere we want. No masks. We can, I don't know if we'll ever hug people or kiss yeah. people. Think, or shake hands. I think it's going to be hard for at least some of us, I'll speak for myself, to, to start socializing again and be able to be around people and just be able to go out anytime I want. Well, so Lauren, here's what I would say to you is find your group of friends that you trust, that you understand, you know. I have none. And <laughs> Stuart's friends and his his colleagues trust him, um, but find just be, just find that comfort zone that works for you. And, uh, yeah, and that's what you do. I go back to the two words: common sense. I've been in places where I've, I've shaken a few guys' hands and stuff, but I've it's not like that was the first thing we did. It we collaborated and talked for a little while, then I found out what kind of person he is, and I did that with a friend that I met, and now he's a friend. Um, cause I don't know how many people up here and we had already met like two or three times. And then on the third or fourth time, you know, we shook hands and, and, um, and then I've, I've given his wife a hug and we we're wearing a mask cause we were in a place, but at the end of the day, nothing, none of this stuff's going to panic me unless you're going to tell me I'm going to turn into a zombie. Um, I'm not afraid of it. If I'm going to get sick, I'm going to get sick. I'm going to try to get through it the best way I can, but it goes back to square one. This whole time we've all been living this life, we should have always been washing our hands. We should have always, if you think about going into a department store, right? Stuart and I know this. You don't go to the men's restroom uh, to, except to do your thing get the heck out, right? So there are times when I do understand why men don't want to wash their hands because the establishment is so nasty that even washing my hands is nasty. But if there's a good silver lining in all this, it is restaurants, bars, and maybe not the large chain stores, but other stores changing their policies to have better, cleaner public amenities mm -hmm. that make us feel comfortable. And, it, and it's called train the brain, right? We've all been kind of just doing our thing. So if this whole thing is going to be a workaround for us to find some normalcy, hopefully it's the, it's the, the common sense that everybody's going to change. That means 
all the establishments we go to are going to start changing. Maybe they'll lift the mask, but you know what? They're going to be clean all the time. You might smell it cleaner. Maybe they'll change their air filters more often. You know, so there's the positive sides of all this. Right. I right. hope you're. I hope you're right. I mean, I think we'll always carry the hand sanitizer, the little bottle, either in my purse or in the car. I think we'll always think about that. But then you you get complacent because after a while you're feeling good. Everybody's good. Everything's good. I hope we don't get to that point where yeah. we do, where we well, forget. I mean, there's been a time or two that I've been in a, in a grocery store and, I, and I've seen a person um, and I stay away from that person. Now, I didn't. It, it's probably some of the fear that was put into me from watching the media and all. But at the same time, it's made me look at it twice going, yeah, that person, I can tell what they're doing. Uh, they're sniffling. Um, they look miserable. Uh, you can just tell certain things and you just stay away from it. Right. You just, you know, I don't need to go in there. But what's interesting to me about society is all this time, I don't have time for your drama. I go into my establishments, my restaurants and my food doing my thing with my family. And when you stop me to complain, you're causing drama. I don't need you doing all that. I need you just, to, you do you. I do me. And I've had to say that to a few people, you know, stop watching the news so much. Stop putting so much fear into you. Have common sense, have some dignity that not everybody is like you. Some people are going to make their own judgments for them. It's not you to decide. Yeah. You've decided as a law, but as a person, it's not for you to make the judgment or decide. And why can't we all get along at the end of the day? Yeah. My, my, my father, when, 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 you would get borderline confrontational or something with somebody. He always used to say, well, you know, your point is well taken. I'll take that under advisement. <laughs> and you know? but, but they can be that way in serious mode, right? It's not. Yeah. Some people may look back and go, oh, well, you just offended me. Well, you know what? Screw you and move on down the road. Okay. Yeah. But that's not, what, that's not what we always mean. <laughs> and so I, take, I, have a question, I, I have a question for you. Yeah. When when you when you do go into those restrooms and then you go to wash your hands, do you really sing happy birthday twice? <laughs> that's what they that's what they tell you. That's what they do. You're supposed and to wash your hands. You're, you're supposed reminds to, me all the our time. grandson. You're supposed to yeah. sing happy birthday twice, and that's that's long enough to wash your hands. Absolutely. So number one rule for me is I know where my hands have been. <laughs> okay. But you don't know if you sh shook hands with somebody where their hand has been. I still know where my hands have been. Okay. So Lauren, I'm a little different and Stuart may or may not know this. I'm a, I'm, I have a little bit of ADD clean freak. So I'm the guy that will clean doorknobs and everything. And I did that for my studio every day. No, yeah. I don't do it every day. I do it every day. I clean doorknobs here, there, even though it's me and my wife, it's because I got two dogs and it's because every once in a while, like two weeks ago, I had some friends come over. It's not that they were bad. It's not that they got dirty and yeah. had dirty hands. It's it's just common sense of cleaning. Yeah. Um, so the, re re the remote control. So when I say I know where my hands have been, when I go into, let's just say, a home improvement store, I use my elbows to open the door. I don't touch the stalls. I've always used common sense because back in the day, we I've been in so many establishments where I don't even want to walk. I mean, I don't even want to cringe to think that I have to go to the restroom there. It's no different than one of my biggest pet peeves in my whole life is flying. I am not going to go to the restroom on that plane. 
I will go out of my way the night before to make sure I don't eat enough, don't drink enough so that I can get on that plane, get to the other side, then I can take care of business because I'm not going to be involved in all that mess. Not going to put my throat through the stress. I will not do it and I have not do it. And the one or two times in my entire life it's ever happened. I, it, it won't happen a third time. <laughs> oh, good for you. I didn't know about that about you, Mark. Well, well, either, either either that or if you do have, just carry some wipes with you. So if you if you do have to use the bathroom, go you wipe everything before and after. So my wife makes sure that my truck is full and her car is full of wipes and stuff. So we look, we're we we do wipe a lot and do a lot even when we go to restaurants and stuff before we go in and actually when we leave from there. Uh, and she makes it a, you know, without me really like saying, Hey Mark, here, wash your hands. You know, she's like, she just throws a thing over to me while we're starting the car up and, you know, wipe my hands and move on down the road. You know, it's just, it's Do you wipe the table at the restaurant when you sit down. Sometimes. I mean, there's been a few times, but, um, We've gone to Buffalo Wild Wings here, which is a really good establishment for this area because it's kind of a, the only sports bar per se. And um, they clean and wipe down everything. So we've been there a couple of times. We know how it works. Um, and there's another place called uh, Alpine Tavern. And they're real prominent about cleaning everything. But they were doing that before pandemic because we've been there last year. Um, so they just, you know, they've always instilled that into their patrons. And I don't see any less now. And in fact, by the way, they're the only restaurant that's open for dining in Michigan that we know of because really? because there's one little flaw through all the laws. You can have a dine-in restaurant if your dine-in is outside. So they have igloos. So you can have up to six people in an igloo and they've got their own heaters. They got nine or 10 of them out there. So you can, but it, there's a way to get into it. You have to call ahead, but cool. you can't at the restaurant you just have to dine outside and then that's they clear cool. igloo that's correct that's great they, they should do teepees here in texas yeah. <laughs> well the interesting thing is they've always done that so this pandemic is nothing yeah, yeah. right so yeah. so, so they were on the cutting edge before this all happened right uh-huh. yeah well uh i've got to get on another show okay wow. and do we, have to we go? and we got to go wash our hands and sing happy birthday twice i know so <laughs> So we're out of so here, I guess. I guess I guess what you could say about this show is it's time to wrap it up. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's good. But that will do it for another edition of something to talk about. Thanks for dropping in, Mark. Thanks for producing the show and all. And uh, we'll catch you right here again next next Wednesday, same time for another edition of something to talk about. Take care now. <laughs>